Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. Are you an emotional eater? Do you eat when you're stressed out? Have antidepressants caused you to gain weight? Now, if you answered yes to any of these questions, stay tuned. Our favorite fitness coach, Han, is back. She's going to tell us about how she gained weight when she was depressed and how she lost it all. In this podcast, part one of two parts in the Eating Right series, Han will share three tips you and I can use to keep the pounds off. Oh, and in case you're wondering what I'm playing, it's Bread and Butter by The New Beats. Hello, my name is Han. I am from Alexandria, Virginia, and I am 31 years old. I currently work as a communications and marketing coordinator, but I also own my own business as a health and fitness coach. My official diagnosis is bipolar 2. I was 25 years old when I was diagnosed with bipolar. When did you experience your worst depression? In the last two years of college, and it continued on till a couple of years after I graduated, so probably about 2004, 2005. How did the depression affect your eating habits? I tend to be an emotional eater, and during my depressive episodes, it was even worse because I would just eat anything I wanted to because it made me feel better. Burgers, pizzas, mac and cheese, potato chips, ice cream. And unfortunately, it was always the really fatty foods that I turned to when I was feeling depressed. Did your appearance change? From my eating habits, I gained a lot of weight because I wasn't exercising and I was eating a lot of foods that were bad for me. The antidepressants that I was was taking, the side effect was weight gain. I probably gained about 15 to 20 pounds with the poor eating and the side effects of the antidepressants. And I'm five feet tall, so that amount of weight is pretty significant on a small frame. Were you able to lose the weight? I was able to lose the weight that I had gained mostly by changing my lifestyle. I started to eat better and exercise more. And that's really the only way you can lose weight. As someone who lost the weight and is a fitness coach, can you share three tips on eating right with our listeners? One strategy I can share is to not skip breakfast. Make sure you eat breakfast every morning. Starting your day with a good breakfast, ideally high in protein and low in fat, will help jumpstart your metabolism for the day and you'll actually have a tendency to eat fewer calories throughout the day. And if you actually do skip your breakfast, you will probably end up feeling tired by mid-morning and then end up eating a larger lunch because you're going to be hungry and you feel like you need something to keep you going through the afternoon. Good choices for breakfast would be fruit, egg whites, a veggie omelet, cottage cheese, old-fashioned oatmeal, not the instant oatmeal that you can put in the microwave because those tend to have more sugar, or any cereal that's high in fiber. There are a lot of new cereals on the market now that are high in fiber. A lot of the the Cashy Go Lean brand, if you look on the shelves, they will clearly mark high-fiber cereals. What is your second tip for losing weight? 
Another piece of advice I can offer for losing weight is to actually eat more frequently. Most people tend to only eat two to three really big meals a day, but in order to keep a lower weight and maintain your weight, it's better to eat a few small meals a day. So a good thing to do is to eat every two hours. So having breakfast in the morning, a mid-morning snack, lunch, and then a mid-afternoon snack, and then dinner, that is ideal. This should also be a low-calorie, low-fat snack. These snacks should be about one to 200 calories and also contain a little bit of protein to keep you full until your next meal. What snacks do you eat? One of my favorite snacks is non-fat Greek yogurt. My favorite brand is Fage, and you can get that at the grocery store. They have other brands of Greek yogurt as well, but try to stick to a non-fat or a low-fat. And I will either eat the yogurt with fresh fruit like raspberries, any kind of berries, or just sprinkle a little bit of granola on it. The Fage is spelled F-A-G-E, and another common brand of Greek yogurt is Chobani. It's C-H-O-B-A-N-I. Another good snack would be fresh celery sticks with a tablespoon of peanut butter, because the peanut butter is high in protein, and that'll keep you full. It's always good to get your vegetables in the day, so celery, carrot sticks with hummus, What is your third hint for losing weight? A third piece of advice that I could give is to keep a food journal. By food journal, I mean logging everything that you eat that day. And it's a tedious thing to do and it can be a little annoying, but it really helps if you're trying to lose weight because most people tend to underestimate what they're eating every day because they're not including small snacks, maybe a handful of candy when you're at the receptionist desk at the office. These are all calories that will count. So if you keep a food journal, you will likely see that you're eating a lot more than you think you are. One of the reasons I think a food journal helped me lose the most weight was because when you're in line at the grocery store and you see the Snickers bar, the Twix bar that you really want to eat, I wanted to get it, but I honestly didn't want to write it down in my food journal. So I just left it on the shelf because the thought of having to write it down and account for it made you more aware of what you were eating. So some of those temptations you're less likely to to give into because you know you have to write it down. What do I write down in a food journal? In a food journal, the information that can be helpful to keep is how many calories are included per serving. And these are usually found on the nutrition label. So you can write down how many calories. And if you want to go a step further, you can write down how many fat calories there are, the cholesterol, uh, the protein, and the fiber that's involved that it has. But those are, and the sodium. Those are the key things you want to keep track of because that's what's going to affect your body the most. But ideally, for the food log, you want to make sure you know how many calories you're eat, consuming um, and the serving size because most packages that you buy will contain more than one serving. And people don't realize that and they eat the whole thing. But if you look at the container, like for soup example, a can of soup, you might think is one serving because you just make it all, you make the entire can. But if you read the nutrition label, it's actually two servings. So doing a little bit of math goes a long way. Yes. Weight loss is essentially math. It's how many calories you're taking in versus how many calories you're burning. And that's really when you can account for the calories that you're consuming and then also keep an exercise log of how many calories that you're burning, then you can see whether or not you're going to be gaining weight or losing weight. Because 
the mathematical formula is in order to lose one pound of weight a week, you have to have a calorie deficit of 3,500 calories for that week. To conclude, many thanks to Han for sharing three tips on keeping the pounds off. To recap, they are, first, don't skip breakfast, second, eat every two hours, third, keep a food journal. Now, don't forget to finish the Eating Right series with three more tips in part two. But before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs on the Flip Switch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch.